0: Friends of Cashless Payments, welcome back to another episode of Payment Insights Podcast. My name is Henning Brandt, Head of Communication at CompuTop, and though not too many people use public transport these days, it's early May 2020, we want to look at MTT today, which stands for Mass Transit Transactions. Learn about the advantages of smooth payments in all kinds of public transport vehicles and the challenges the operators have to face. Our expert today is Kostika Strala, Senior Product Manager at CompuTop.
1: Hi, Henning. Hi,
0: everyone. Yeah, our today's topic is MTT, Mass Transit Transactions. I mentioned that. What is that and uh, who uses it?
1: Yes, uh, actually, we have for the one who are not familiar uh, in the business or in such verticals it's it's quite a new uh, wording uh, of course uh, i mean to to describe it in the proper way is that uh, it's more like a framework basically that that uh, all major schemes but uh, basically mostly visa and mastercard has introduced where it encompasses all the rules and regulations to to form uh, all the parties in the payment chain, starting from from the the most important, which is the public transport operators in this case, but uh, also from the terminals' perspective, from uh, PSPs, acquirers, and issuers. So let's say it's a framework, a set of rules and and regulations, how this process can go smoothly and according to to the latest specification defined by these card schemes. So to the question who uses it, of course, uh, we know that the vertical in scope is always uh, public transportation. And uh, nowadays, I think there are a lot of of, uh, cities which are adopting uh, such rules and such uh, implementations. And uh, it's a new trend, let's say in this case, and they are becoming somehow smart cities, if we can say it in, in, in a short word that maybe it's more understandable for for
0: everyone. Mm. Uh, when we talk about the payments, it sounds to me like uh, it's, it's mostly card payments related, right? Yes, basically it's
1: uh, always uh, based on the card payments and uh, on the latest technology uh, with contactless. Now, uh, contactless, we we can say for sure that its reach is uh, it's rising time by time. Also in this. Uh, uh, situation with uh, with Corona that we are actually so basically the acceptance of of contactless is is, is rising a lot and uh, this is mainly uh, mainly based on on contactless NFC technology from 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 the card scheme so it's always uh, on uh, account payment accounts and and credit debit cards the usual cards that all the customers nowadays have in, in their pockets and in their wallets.
0: When talking about cards in uh, this uh, connotation, um, we have often hear the two keywords of closed loop versus open loop systems. What's the difference between the both? Yes,
1: uh, when it comes to, to the difference between them, we can say that the, the, the closed loop system are more uh, proprietary, uh, let's say, systems. Which are built up uh, in the early stages on the public uh, transportation, and uh, we can consider them like the the, the normal uh, prepaid uh, cards, for example, or gift cards that you use in 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 a specific merchant. And uh, in such kind of systems, uh, you can imagine that there are a lot of restriction and disadvantages. Uh, let's say because. For example, with a closed loop uh, card, you can use it only on a specific merchant. And uh, of course, the amount of money that you top up in, in such a card is only uh, usable for that specific service. In case of transit, you can only use it uh, within this, uh, within this uh, vertical and not to buy anything else in, elsewhere in a shop or whatever. When it comes to the open loop, this is somehow the the new technology or the framework that we we discussed in the beginning, uh, the mass transit framework, uh, which is relied based on the normal uh, cards That we already use and uh, from also from the wording open, it means that uh, it can be used in whatever system this is implemented and that's the big advantage I would say for the passengers but uh, also for the operators. So basically they don't have to to carry for issuing specific cards and issuing specific uh, travel plans, but basically they can just rely on the on the credit or debit card that the customers already have. And that makes uh, I think uh, much more flexible and uh, much more valuable the whole uh, solution, you know.
0: Uh, Two other keywords that I wrote down when uh, reading about MTT was uh, known fair transactions. This sounds to me a bit like we know already what we have to pay and uh, in the opposite pay as you go. What's the difference? What does that mean? Yes,
1: uh, I could say that uh, coming to to the mass transit uh, ecosystem, we can uh, easily differentiate uh, within the system uh, different models. This is mainly based on what the merchant uh, target is and how they, they their, uh, transit uh, operator uh, vehicles uh, it has. So it can be buses, it can be trams, it can be trains, and this is always uh, different implementations. Uh, when it comes to, to, to the known fare uh, model, uh, the idea is that the amount to be charged uh, at that moment is already known. So basically, whenever the customer taps his, his credit card, uh, at that moment, the, the amount, as we say, it is already known and he knows exactly what the charge will be. These are uh, common to, to our uh, in the payment environment because basically these are treated as, as normal authorizations, let's say. So the customer gets notified uh, usually in the moment when the transaction is made. As a real time payment, and uh, he can see it in his uh, uh, wallet or online banking app uh, that the transaction uh, is going to happen with a specific amount. Coming to to the other one, which is more like um, the so-called aggregated uh, pay as you go model in this model, the customer at the moment of tapping, but even the transit public operator do not know the amount that is going to be charged for, for the trips. So this is uh, basically an innovative uh, solution and uh, adopted, uh, not everywhere, of course, but uh, it gives so much flexibility to the payment operator, but also advantages to the customer. Uh, Because basically the transaction is not done on real time, so it doesn't happen in the moment that the tap happens, but it's more aggregated and kept at the end of the day with a final calculated uh, trip charge value that it's going to be charged to the customer. So in this case, the, the customer experience is a little bit different. So when we are used to get the payment directly shown in our online banking app, that's makes us the normal flow. While this is a little bit different, and of course it needs to, be to have a built trust and, and some previous education from public transportation to its customers that in such scenarios, the transaction will be charged at the end of the day. Of course, uh, the public transport operator have the flexibility to calculate the lowest fair amount. So basically it has uh, also the flexibility to, to do some loyalty schemes for well-known customers and uh, always charge the lowest amount for him. So that's quite uh, quite beneficiary, I would say. Mm.
0: So this is the system which we uh, I think know for some years already from transport for London, for example. Uh, we'll maybe introduce that into the market. Um, as far as I know, they even are even able to refund some uh, fare uh, once you uh, see find at the end of the week that a week uh, a weekly uh, ticket would have been. Uh, Um, less expensive than the aggregated uh, daily tickets. So,
1: yes, for sure. For sure. I think even in the, in the transit, uh, transport for London, there are uh, several model adopted as well when it comes starting from vending machine to the turnstiles. So basically they have adopted different models and uh, they have uh, somehow upgraded in, in different uh, stages in time. So even the the cooperation or let's say the existence, the coexistence between closed loop and open loop was uh, it has its time. So basically, it's not something that can be rolled out so easily and imagine in in such uh, big scales like like London or big cities, it's it's quite difficult, I'd say, to do it uh, directly.
0: As we just, were just, just talking about um, uh, cities uh, that already use uh, tap and go payments or pay as you go payments, uh, do you uh, does Computop have has any um, uh, projects uh, ongoing with uh, similar um, uh, solutions? Yes, uh, basically,
1: yeah, we we have been, I think, in, in the avant-garde of, 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 of such projects uh, because of also, I would say, uh, yeah. a good, uh, let's say, uh, a good way to start this because we have always been in contact with, with, uh, with directly with the card schemes and get their recommendations, uh, latest specification, also in relation to PSD2 which uh, it has an impact also on, on the transit uh, vertical and that was a good thing and the most important we, we, we have already in place uh, a project which is up and running uh, at this moment in Belgium where CompuTOP is an important uh, partner on, on this project and also um, let's say uh, another one which is still on the ongoing uh, steps but I think it will be soon within this year launched, which involves uh, Germany.
0: Okay, interesting. Now, speaking about the customers uh, on the uh, the consumers, uh, which advantages do they have if they decide uh, to use tap and go payment?
1: Yes. Uh, the, uh, so as you say, there are uh, different benefits when uh, from the consumer part, but also from from the Public transport operator part, but we can we, we can mention the one which are always important uh, for the customers, which impacts directly in in in, in their in their daily uh, matters. So for the consumers, we can we can mention that one of the main benefits is that uh, they usually use a well-known uh, payment mean. So, what does this mean? Uh, The idea is that they already use their, their own card and they don't have to bother to to buy the the right ticket or to go in a vending machine. So, imagine yourself, you are in a country where uh, the language is not familiar, for example, and uh, in a big subway or whatever. It will be really difficult or it will be involved i think a lot of time to to really find a way where you can go and buy the ticket and uh, what ticket to buy and uh, everything you know uh, in a different language it's it's really uh, really uh, difficult to to cope in such situations so for the customers using their own card, which will really have in their pocket uh, and they are used to, to 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 do payments with it uh, it's quite uh, quite advantageous i would say another point is that the the cost adjustments as we as we mentioned a little bit uh, earlier so basically for for the customer in this case it will not be important to to choose the right tariff for him or he wants to go somewhere but he doesn't know which will be the The most beneficial uh, option to choose in a vending machine to pay less in this case uh, is the public transport operator who takes charge of this, of of this calculation. And the idea is that he uh, is also responsible to charge him for the, the lowest fare possible. So this is quite also a big advantage, I would say, and big flexibility for, for the customers and uh, of course the one that we mentioned uh, previously is that uh, there is no any more waiting in a queue or in front of a ticket machine and you know that uh, usually in transport the, the time is really crucial so the speed and time are are really important because you have to catch the train or you have to catch the the, the plane and then you have to be in time for work so everything is is important and it's really uh, very focused on time, so basically, uh, that's uh, I think also one of the uh, greatest advantages on coming to the customer perspective.
0: Yeah, sounds like like happy consumers in tomorrow's uh, public transport systems. But uh, besides that, are there also advantages for for the public transport companies? Uh, does life get easier for them as well?
1: Yes, uh, that's uh, I would say also the the, the driving point of of embracing such such solutions, because, of course, at at the end uh, to to start such big projects, the scope if is reducing the cost for the customers, but also the, the transport public operators, which are really huge companies, they have to see how they will benefit on this. So, so for sure, I'd say there are. Uh, also advantages in in this perspective and i can mention uh, one of them is uh, for example lowering the costs uh, you would say how lowering the costs the idea is that yeah imagine that you 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 don't have to 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 have operators uh, spread out in, in in the subway or whatever to sell tickets so everything uh, that the customer will need is just his card tap in and tap out or just uh, tap in, in in a vehicle which is quite easy and doesn't need any operational involvement at all in this in this case also the cash management it, it really lowers a lot which is sometimes a burden for the public transport operator to to manage the the, the cash movement and the cash flow and there within their company so basically this removes uh, a lot of, of this burden because everything is done on, on uh, NFC contactless payment transactions and it's all uh, electronic based. let's say. Also, the the, the, the overall performance and uh, the customer satisfaction is really uh, higher in the, in this case because uh, the customer doesn't need to ask anywhere or uh, to, to burden. To, to check what to buy and what to use. He just go there and uses his own card, and, uh, and that's quite, a, let's say, a smooth experience and uh, an increase in customer satisfaction, I'd say in overall. Another uh, point which I, I would like to mention is also the security. Sometimes the security is also important for the public transport operators, companies. And in this case, uh, as you can imagine, by using uh, a standard which is uh, already spread everywhere in the payments industry so using EMV uh, co standards and PCI uh, DSS uh, uh, that makes the overall system quite uh, secure and uh, yeah let's say that the, the, the companies is really assured that everything is is secured and no data
0: breach or uh, customer privacy breach. Uh, By the way, does it make any difference for the operators if they have gated or non-gated platforms? I know that in London, once you have have access to the tube, you have to open the gate by tapping uh, your credit card, for example. Uh, While in many countries, the platforms are open, so there's no gate to open. uh, Where do you tap then? And, uh, does uh, will they have to uh, to change to gated platforms uh, to make use of this um, tap and go uh, concept?
1: No I, no, I think I think that it depends. It depends, of course, but usually the gates are more used on on, on trains, you know, or, or even in trams as well. But sometimes these can also be installed within the vehicle, so it could be that within a vehicle, like even in a bus. Uh, you have it at the entrance uh, near to the driver and basically the customer can can tap there and already see like an, an approval to go on or, or a decline of course they are not uh, forced or let's say hard rigid barriers <laughs> to to pass through but uh, yeah the idea is that there is always someone uh, in the vehicle who checks uh, whatever you 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 bought the ticket or not and uh, also incur fines in case of of non respecting such such
0: rules uh, we're talking cards now for, uh, for all the time but uh, does the uh, do the advantages also apply for mobile payments uh, would the passengers need an app uh, for this or can they just uh, use like apple pay or google pay
1: Yes, that's, uh, that's a, a very good question, I'd say, and very important because, yeah, of course, uh, as we also already support and also in the existing project we have implemented, that feature is that the customers, of course, can use the existing uh, wallet, uh, uh, like, as you mentioned, Apple Pay and Google Pay, the most popular ones to 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 have it instead of the card and uh, tap in and tap out and get the service get the service done also in in this case so basically yes the question is or the response in this case is yes they can for sure use the wallet solutions uh, in case of transit and they are already supported
0: mm-hmm. and i presume uh, that in case uh, some local operator would make want to make use of his app they would have to use the uh, payment uh, NFC um, a solution of the mobile phone, which does not work for Apple, but does for Google at the moment. Yes.
1: Yes. I think I think the, the important is what is the acceptance on this case. So basically the, the acceptance of Apple Pay and Google Pay is, is already in place when it comes to the transit framework. And of course, then it depends on on the customer uh, which are the the, the the it's preferred mobile wallet to to use in this case for its own card yeah.
0: now if a transport uh, a company would decide to introduce tap and go are there any challenges they have to look out for are there any preconditions uh, which must uh, take place before they can can install um, a similar system
1: yes uh, the idea is that uh, when we talk about this uh, tap and go solution and uh, mainly for the aggregated one the one that i mentioned as the second model you always have to consider that it's uh, a back office uh, structure on behind so basically the involvement of a back office solution is always needed it's not like in a standard post solution when you have the device and that the transaction goes directly to to acquire an issue but you must also have an a back office solution or what is called a abt solution account based ticketing solution in between that is where all the logic of capping the amounts and all the logic of calculating the right uh, fare based on time or on on, on distance is uh, calculated at the end of the day so that's that's a must requirement i would say for for the public transport operators it could be that they already have such solution by their own or through third parties they can uh, they can contract and and have uh, i think there are quite a lot of of, of operators uh, who are uh, already using uh, some back office and some logic within them Another part is, of course, uh, challenges is uh, you always have to do a, a certification or card brand certification with this. That is always a must at the end uh, related to to each specific uh, card brand that will be accepted. And that is sometimes Yeah, it's it's not too much effort, of course, because it's just like a normal. Uh, POS uh, brand certification but of course it involves you know operational stuff and it has its own time to be fully certified with with the card schemes another point which i can uh, which i can mention as as a challenge let's say is the the transition phase basically yeah, for for a public transport operator which is uh, operating uh, in legacy mode in a legacy way Uh, It has to be some uh, some phases when he needs to to transit to this new system. So uh, he needs to do some uh, pre-educational work with its customer. Some, of course, uh, even marketing and PR in order to to create some confidence uh, in their customers. Because as I said, the payment is done at the end of the day and basically the customer is not used with that. So they should be built some 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 trust. Prior to to some educational steps to to educate the customer how this will work, uh, why safe, uh, what everything is involved and make it clear for him uh, why he's going to be charged at the end of the day rather than when he tapped for the first ride.
0: would you say from your experience from the first projects this is only a solution for larger cities or will also mid-size cities uh, uh, profit from a solution like this or is there's any basic cost uh, uh, way which I would say it doesn't make sense for uh, smaller operators to also switch to a time and go solution
1: yeah as you said uh, it's it's mainly it mainly depends on on the size of the public transport operator or the ptos rather than from from the city itself because basically in the same city you can have many public transport operator or many companies uh, divided and then it's a little bit difficult you know to make uh, everyone agreed on on the same solution so that is somehow always a challenge but if you have usually these are Public companies, as we say, the municipalities are are the main drivers on it and the main controllers of, of such services. In such a case, I mean, yeah, uh, for medium to 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 big uh, companies, it 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 makes really sense because even the uh, the the amount of costs that they are able to to reduce by adopting such solution and the flexibility they will have, it's. It's quite uh, impressive, and I think it's it's
0: it's really uh, innovative and at the age. Well, just say there there are um, several transport companies within one city or one region. you think it would make sense to uh, to offer this service uh, only by one uh, of these companies say uh, only for buses or only for the tube or something i think the uh, the largest effect you can have for uh, for the consumers and for the travelers is, you, is if you uh, provide the whole network with a tap and a solution right
1: yes that would be that would be the ideal solution but however just uh, keep in mind that i think uh, even if like a small operator which maybe operates in a specific region adopts a solution you will see that the customers will get used and based on this their satisfaction will be higher on that and they will somehow push also the other operators to 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 adopt it because uh, as i said this is quite uh, it provides a quite smooth uh, experience for the customer And basically, it could be like like a pilot within the city. So it could be that it's just one region adopting it. And then you see the rise of 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 payment of satisfaction. You can measure this in uh, in 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 time based. And then it could be a way to push as well. The other companies to adopt it and and have the the whole uh, solution or make that city, uh, as we say, the smart city.
0: I see so many topics around this uh, mass transit uh, transaction solution. Um, would you just uh, finally summarize the most important points in a nutshell for us?
1: Yes, uh, I think uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, this is quite a new vertical, and, and really, uh, I think it's it, it's having a seismic shift, let's say, in a word, because it's it's adopted in the main cities, in the largest city like New York, Tokyo and London. But it's it's now spreading uh, everywhere. I think not only in Europe, but everywhere in the world. And basically, it's quite an innovative uh, solution, as we mentioned, is beneficial for the customer, which is the most important for the user experience, but also in the uh, when it comes to, to, to the time consuming for finding the right ticket. And also, of course, the most important in uh, benefiting in, in, in the in the cost and cost of, of the trip. On the other hand, uh, also from the public transport operator side, as we saw, there are quite a lot of benefits. Uh, starting from, from the cash flow or uh, everything else, the operational costs are, are lowered to, too much and uh, of course, the security, which is uh, then uh, sometimes also very important for for such operators and basically if I see uh, in the overall uh, compared to, to, to the efforts to implement it and uh, putting a ba- in, in a balance, let's say the, the benefits that they gain, but not all not only public transport operator, but also customers. I would say that in the overall, it's it's a very nice solution to be adopted. It's embraced uh, for the card schemes. They have the full support of them to to do so, and I think it's it's uh, it's a way to go nowadays with all these uh, technologies and everything getting digital in the city. Also, the public transport operators should should go through this and and yeah, embrace the the technology and the new digital era. I would say.
0: And hopefully in better times, more people uh, will come back to travel uh, and to use uh, public transport systems with this new functionality then, hopefully.
1: Yes, I think because nowadays every one of us has a card, I I doubt that there is, uh, and the the contactless, as I mentioned before, has like a widespread uh, now in, in most of the countries, most of the big countries as well, so. I think it's, it's, the, it's the, the right step to go, I would say.
0: Yeah, okay. Thanks so much to Kostika Strahler, uh, Senior Product Manager at CompuTop for your insights uh, into the mass transportation uh, solutions and uh, thanks also to everyone who listened to this podcast and I hope you got some uh, really interesting points maybe even for your daily business around contactless payments and payments in, in means of public transport. Um, yes. <laughs> thanks to everyone and uh, hope to hear you back uh, the next time at the Payment Insight Podcasts at CompuTop. And if you like it, subscribe it uh, at Spotify or Apple Podcast, uh, at uh, Google Podcast, wherever you like. And uh, visit Payment Insights blog at dot, uh, computop.com to get more uh, topics around payments and e-commerce. Thank you so much and bye. See you next time.